the thing about PAL, Pace Ashton Lord, is that first of all, they were fantastic. Second of all, I only expected to do two, but I'm going to do three. They were cut short well before their, well, I can't say prime, because Malice in Wonderland, their only album, is prime work, but cut short before they achieved what I think they could have achieved having heard the tracks they were working on. And thirdly, sometimes the story outweighs the music, and that's a shame. Although I understand why it sometimes burnishes the interest in the music as well. Just to take you through it, and if you are part of the Deep Purple Appreciation Society, not, it's not an official society, but generally, or you've listened to this Deep, Deep Purple Touched series, of which this is one, then you'll know about PAL, won't you? I remember seeing them um, doing Steamroller, which is on the album I'm going to talk about in a minute because it's not the debut, um, or the only studio album, but I remember seeing Steamroller as a B-movie in the cinema. What was I watching? Can't remember, but it was it was them recording the album and them do. I thought, this is doing the track. I thought, this looks great. I like this. And I was only very young then. This was 77-ish, 76, 77, so I don't... It would be 77, actually. And so, you know, I I wouldn't have known about Deep Purple then. I do now, and so happy that I do. And so happy that I know about this band. Famously, it was the band that, um, that John Lord and Ian Pace formed next. After leaving Deep Purple, after they, they became funkier and... You know, people were saying that they shouldn't be so funky. Well, Pace Ashton Lord, really funky. The Ashton part of that would be Tony Ashton, who sung with Ashton Gardner and Dyke, who was a um, a, a piano player and a reluctant frontman. And was, it seems, although um, anecdotes vary, but it, he seems he was pulled into it by, his, by friendship with particularly Lord and Pace as well. And he was pushed into the frontman... Um, kind of performance and didn't really enjoy that, which exacerbated, um, some would say, uh, a, a sort of drinking culture, I suppose. This is what some say. And he certainly had extreme stage fright. Um, Bernie Marsden is in here and he's, uh, this is one of his, I mean, it's his, it's his first big gig, isn't it? He's, he's um, brought to the gig or um, he suggested for the gig by Cozy Powell, who says, you know, you better not let me down. And he doesn't. He's got that wonderful open guitar work. And he also provides quite a lot of the um, the singing here, you know. as I think he, I read an article recently that said that he had double tracked quite a lot of what, um, of, of what Ashton had put down. But it was tweaked a bit so it sounded a bit more like like Mr. Ashton, which is, I mean, you know, I understand that he has a really good voice, Marston. And certainly, when you've got the uh, the live stuff, of which more in a minute, he would need that because, although he's a reluctant frontman, Mr. Ashton's work as a frontman, marvellous. I mean, he's not like Freddie Mercury strutting around, but there is a video of them making the album and doing what appeared to be I think it's that was it their only live show, which was a sort of album launch um, with the BBC, and um, 
although he's there with his with his keyboards, he really is selling the songs. It's beautiful. Quite a lot of these songs are in storyteller mode, as we know. And yeah, such a lilting and lyrical and rolling feel of, you know, I was just coming out of the pub and guess what happened? You know, storytellers, you want to hear what they're doing. That's the way it happens with um, stand-up comedians as well, with quite a lot of the storytelling stand-up comedians. And it's part of that on this music. So what I'm going to... Um, what I'm going to review or revisit, should I say, today is the live album from 1977. The great thing about Pace Ashton Lord is that quite a lot of money was going into it. It was money from Mr. Lord and Mr. Pace, apparently. And when you've got the album Malice in Wonderland, you've got that great uh, horn section on there, which really adds soul to it. And um, they took it, they were going to take it on the road. You know, I mean, quite a lot of dates were cancelled. Um, but they were going to take it on the road and they do have it all over this live album which is just great to hear good at Golders Green Hippodrome apparently and um, sounds like a band who are really in their pomp the sound is warm and round really nicely done and um, it, it, it does show you what the band could have become something very special because this is a hybrid of rock and classic rock and funk and soul. It's beautifully done and it melds so well together. By having all those elements really stand out, they actually meld together. You know, it, it's sort of saying, you can stand next to each other and do this bit, and because they're in the same song, it works. That's the beauty of it. It starts with a ghost story, which is uh, fair enough, because that's the way that Malice in Wonderland starts, isn't it? And it has that, again, storytelling, rolling, you know, so the piano synth is a rolling river of a feel. And then you've got um, Tony Ashton over the top doing his... I was just walking down the road and uh, it's beautiful. When the horns come in, it is a real shock. And, and the middle of it, that really come taste the band kind of rock funk just works every time for me. Other highlights on this album, all of them. But, let's pick a few out. Silas and Jerome um, set in America, according to Tony Ashton, when he's chatting to the to people. Set in America, set in America, because I can't do an English accent when I'm singing. That's <laughs> absolutely the drama in this, um, in the live arena, really working. And then the next track, Arabella, is just sparkling radio pop rock. It's just, with, a, with suddenly a fulsome sax solo, just go out and do that song. The Ballad of Mr. Giver is tougher, live here. Trumpet solo, piano toughness. It's really up in the mix and you get the feeling that strong fingers are playing those piano, that piano. Steamroller, of course. The track that I remember seeing when I was a kid, very fruity, very fruity, horny as in horns. Blues, lovely, pure Hammond solo. One of the only times that Mr. Lord gets to do that on this live album, it seems to me. And then remember the good times. I think it's mainly Marsden voc vocalising here. That's another jaunty pop song. There's loads of kind of airy, jaunty radio pop rock songs that work so well here. But then there are, it's set against things like On the Road Again, Again, which has. Um, clean tone to the guitar sounds so likeable and 
you know, Bernie Marsden has a real, he has a real quality of being very easy on the ear. Great to spend time to, great to spend time with, should I say. That's apparent here in the solo. And there's great perky sax, which pushes you into a knees up. It's joined in by the trumpet. And then you've got soul review horns there that make a big noise. It's these two, it's great. It is a great album, this. Finished with Sneaky Private Lee, which has such lovely push to the fore clavinet, which funks up this kind of laid back, almost lazy groove. Quite a lot of this is sort of almost can't be bothered. But even if I almost can't be bothered, I'm giving you something which is fabulous. You know, there's a, there's a, a, a an Alan Partridge thing, you know, where they're talking about wings. Who are wings? Wings? They're only the band the Beatles could have been. And I'm not saying they're only the band that Deep Purple could have been. That's a separate thing entirely. But they could have been a band for the ages. And when you listen to the stuff they were doing, it was funkier. That's for my own particular taste. And I would have really liked to have seen what they were, what they had, what they were going to do. It might have pushed fans away, but it wouldn't have pushed me away. I would have cuddled up to that really close. And I still do. For both of these albums, if you haven't heard it, surely you have. But if you haven't, give it a listen. It's very of its time, but it's, it's actually very now. Ta ta.